Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode four. Four already. You know, it's a beautiful thing here at the Turf and Turnbuckles. Uh, I'm Duval Branch. I'm Sean Mulcahy. And welcome back. Um, we missed you. Yeah. Uh, we got. I missed you. We got a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> Kicking off with football, pun intended. Yeah. Um, I suck at all calls, all picks. So if you're betting money on anything I pick, just go the opposite. The Cowboys, America's team, Thanksgiving, laid that egg. I miss you, Cole Beasley. Like, for real. You're running those routes that you ran for us for years, breaking my heart. And I've been trying to hold in my laugh this entire time, if you, can, if you can't tell. Mainly because, as I knew he was going to bring that up about the Dallas Cowboys to start. And I also knew that... Uh, I'm done talking about them until they win a real game. I also knew that there were memes all over the place um, in regards to uh, how much time... Uh, what's his name? Josh Allen? The Allen of the Buffalo Bills, yeah, Josh as we Allen, refer to him as. Quarterback from Wyoming. Everybody thought he was going to be a bust. I even said, I don't know if I really believe in him like that. Dude's been killing it this year. And he had so the much... The Bills are just like the Cowboys. They haven't beat a team with a good record. He had a time that he, he could... Every time he stepped back in the pocket, he could have been a piece of sandwich. Yeah. And then threw the ball. He fumbled the ball, gracefully picked it back up. That's one of the top plays of the year. And sauntered forward. That's one of the plays of the year. It's such a minimal play. But it's literally a, a candidate for like one of the like top players. Because he did everything. Yeah. It was stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you see my dudes do nothing. But anyway, getting off the Cowboys, we got the Lions lost a heartbreaker. It looked like their rookie quarterback was going to get it done on Thanksgiving and just lost that lead. Detroit usually wins on Thanksgiving. They so. had a rookie quarterback and they had a Bears defense. Yeah. Mac was all over him at the end. Yeah. It was gross. And then the Saints, of course, trounced the Falcons. Uh, nothing spectacular. But no matter what we want to talk about this week, jumping in football, go right to, I think, the Super Bowl. This, how do you not say that this is the, the Super Bowl coming out? It's Jackson and the Ravens hosting? I almost want to say they maybe uh, were they home last week. They just traveled across country to play Take and still whooped ass like they did. Why you taking? They a- traveled across country and waited all day and played at one o'clock. Why you're taking a look there? Because I I I, uh, I think that I, I don't think that it's going to be San Fran and Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Um, as far as. What, in San Francisco. As far as what I saw, what I've been seeing, I I I just. I still believe New Orleans is going to be the guy uh, representing the uh, the team, should I say. Not the guy. But Drew Brees is going to be the guy that's going to lead them. Um, they're just strong as shit right now. And what and – what, and Their offense doesn't work on all yeah, but all the time. Yeah, but since Mark Ingram – It's either Kamara's having a great day or Thomas is having a great day or yeah, but since, tight end. But, since, but you, saw that, you saw that dig that Ingram threw at Brees, right? He digs on everyone. But you saw what he said, right? Uh, something to he the point said, of how they need him. No, he said, it finally feels good. Now, mind you, Mark Ingram played on the Saints. I know. He's on the Rams. Tandem with Kamara He said, it finally feels good to play with an MVP quarterback. I know. Why would he say that? Hey, maybe they did him dirty with the contract. Maybe not re-signing him was a spit in his face. Maybe he took it personal. He knew they weren't going to re-sign him. At the end of last year, he talked about it on Prime. He did, but you know in the back of his mind, he probably wanted to stay. Everybody wants to be the dude. Oh, he just wanted to be a part of that. I mean, he no, had to... Everybody, if, no matter what. We were just talking about tag teams. And we'll use wrestling as a good example here. In a tag team, when you have two guys, it doesn't matter what you say. Oh, yeah, we're a tag team. We don't want to be singles wrestlers. You want to be the Jeff Hardy to the Matt Hardy. That's what everybody wants to be. Yeah. And unfortunately, Kamara is Jeff and Matt Ingram had to go. But do you think knowing that, do you think he did that knowing that, knowing that uh, Lamar Jackson would somehow come to the Ravens? Or do you think 
he just was sitting there like, you know, it'd be nice to play in New Orleans again because I'm pretty sure they would have offered him a decent check to be a, a share of the load guy with Kamara because Kamara stays hurt, hurt. Right or wrong, he's been hurt every... Um, I don't think almost. they were going to offer him the money. I think the whole thing was that they didn't want to give him any money. They had a back. They had a three-down back, and they don't want another one. I mean... That's what they said. That They have Drew Brees. It worked out for both teams. Yeah, well... Mark Ingram more. Plus, they got this kid... Mark Ingram, Ingram got paid, and Mark Ingram plays two downs. Listen, Taysom Hill... <laughs> That boy Taysom Hill. He's the backup quarterback, the backup running back, receiver. They were Wait, for Baltimore? The white boy from the New Orleans Saints. Oh, yeah. No, the Saints. I was going to say the Saints, yeah. too. And every time he goes out there, they don't cover him. No. Every time. It's like, you know it's going to be a trick play to that fake quarterback, right? And then out he goes. Oh, 15-yard catch for a first down. But let's say if Breeze gets hurt again, they're going to be fine. That's why I, I really think the Saints are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. As far Breeze as, had uh, the Breeze. I don't believe in Jimmy G like that. Saints, I know the defense is incredible in San Fran, but Saints I just... Saints have the best uh, over, backup quarterback in the game. Yeah. So if their quarterback were to go down... But who's, not gonna not, be, who's not going to be in New Orleans next year? that's not what it comes down to, then don't worry about it. It's not... You, you know how the NFL is when you were backup and you win yeah, five games. Yeah, talking about you're not worried about Jimmy... Or you're not confident with Jimmy G. You don't have to be. I could go out there and throw for San Francisco right now, I think. That defense is stout. Yeah, but it depends on field position and where you're putting that defense. Because they have been scored on. They're not. From what I've seen, it's where that defense puts you. Yeah. That defense is a top, and everybody else is a bottom. <laughs> I'm just saying. Four first-round picks on that D-line. Yeah. That's stupid. And I, we were just talking about that earlier, how... It they, only works with a perfect storm, yeah. and it did work for them yeah. in a perfect way. Like they lost Pat, they lost Pat Willis a couple years, a few years ago. He's and it's shout out to Pat Willis. He might be a Hall of Famer mm. coming up. He deserves it. I know. There's a bunch of dudes that deserve it. Don't um, get it though. He he wasn't in the league long, but he was all pro every year, and he led the league in all the tackles almost every year. There's he's, dudes that deserve disgusting. it. Don't get it. Um, they had the boy Chris Borland who retired after one year. So they lost some key defensive guys over the last few seasons, as far as guys that they thought would lead that defense. Yeah, but they got and afford to come Sherman. full circle. Sherman came like in, and now he's teaching all these dudes this, but that's respect of the game. But that's John Lynch. That's John Lynch, too. Yeah, that's true. That's John Lynch, too. Yeah, it is. Him hiring that head coach, great head coach for the team, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I always thought he was, I always liked him more than his dad. Nobody likes fucking Mike Shanahan. It was suspect that we had a feeling that maybe his son was racist just like him, but it doesn't appear that way because. I will always hold how they handled Albert Hainsworth. Um, against uh, the the Redskins and how Albert Hainsworth was the second or third strike against them. How they did Donovan McNabb dirty was one, yeah, and then go on to Hainsworth and then it was just, it was a mess. He doesn't do anything to accommodate any of his black quarterbacks. Uh, we don't we, black we, we don't want to get on a Redskins tangent. We just we're just kind of. You know, spitballing here with that, but well, we're talking about the Shanahan thing but, and how Shanahan's son is not his father, and no. it seems that he's. I, I mean, mean, everybody wants to talk about I mean, the next big thing. I like, to talk about coaches. Don't, don't get me wrong. And they I, all said the Rams coach last week, and now it's going to be this cat. I don't know. I like Garoppolo. I do. Who? Garoppolo. 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 <laughs> I'm thinking of Janine Garoppolo. I'll take a Garoppolo. It's Greek, anyways. Uh, but um, yeah, Garoppolo. I I think that um, he's good for their team. But I just don't think that he's going to get them to there. I mean, I could be wrong. And the defense could come out like how the Seahawks defense dominated, but they had Russell Wilson on the other side, too. So I don't know. Niners made it to the Super Bowl seven years ago with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith as the quarterback. Now they got one. That just shows you how great Colin Kaepernick was that year. Now they got one dude who's playing better than Colin Kaepernick was playing that year, if I'm not wrong, except for rushing touchdowns. And then. Yeah, but they got three running backs they can fuck with. Well, not just that. That tight end situation. Oh, George plays like Gronk, but built like me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, who are the wide receivers in San Francisco? Uh, well, you have um, Emmanuel Sanders, who just got traded there a couple weeks ago. Well, yeah, a couple hurt. weeks ago. Um, I, I want to say this. Uh, the one kid's last name is, is, is uh, fucking well, Pettis. Not I, I, one, one, one wide receiver's last name is Pettis. It doesn't really matter because whoever they are, we, the point is that we don't really know who they are, and they're they're getting points. I really can't tell you their receivers. They're scoring touchdowns. And, yeah, that's what's happening there. I know Kittle. I know Moss. I mean, their defense puts up a lot of points. Yeah. but they're still Tevin like one Campbell of, from Atlanta from last year. They got him there. They um, gotta be a top ten. Matt Breida. Offense. 
They're putting up 30 points a game. They might be. They just might be. But if you're saying that you don't think that's the Super Bowl, you're still thinking that it would be the Saints and... And Baltimore. Saints and Baltimore. Uh, I say San Francisco. Well, now you're hearing it here. This is the first time you get... Well, the beginning of the year I said Dallas Cowboys and the Patriots, and that ship has burned (laughs) (laughs) to ash. Uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. A rematch from the 2013. I would like to see the rematch. So I would. Hopefully the lights will go out again. But I would like to see that rematch. This time I'd probably end up rooting for uh, San Francisco. I mean, last time I was rooting for Ray. You don't want to root for Lamar Jackson? He's young. He'll get there again. So, so, so but I said that about Cam, and then Cam blew up like a baby, and now he's never going again. Well, he's going to be in Chicago next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Lamar Jack. There's nothing wrong with dude. He's got a thick neck. Every time he gets up on that podium, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, you are way bigger than you should be for playing quarterback. But he he can do it all. But what is the league? It's a learning league. And what did I say the year that everybody was sucking RG3's dick? Saying this is all oh, this is the new way of the league. The reason this is why- the new monster. And we gotta figure out how to slay this. And then six months later, they cut that fucker's head off. And this- none of them grew back. I explained it. To one of my homeboys a couple weeks ago, we were talking on Facebook about it. And in any sport, major sports, should I say, uh, football, basketball, baseball. Major sports, we got it. Um, <laughs> but it happens. Uh, the same thing happens, which is ironic because... Um, something new emerges. Well, not it, it's not even something new. Like we, we, It's not even just like something new, like a Lamar Jackson. It's an era. Like, there was a point in time, like, from, like, the late 90s to the early 2000s to, like, 2007, 2008, where the NBA was just, like, extremely exciting to watch. Like, watching those all-star games, Trace McGrady, Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson. Players, you had a lot of talent and spread across the we're starting the to get that again, uh, this time with football. We're in. A, this is an exciting time for young quarterbacks in the NFL. You got guys like Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Garoppolo, um, fifty-three starting quarterbacks in the hundredth year of the NFL. Yeah. We're on fifty-three. Like three of those have been Denver Broncos. <laughs> We're starting to see the end of these certain eras. Like you know, Breeze isn't slowing down anytime soon. But obviously, well, he's I, getting older. Brady, Rogers, those guys are getting older. I think a combination of injuries and the fear of being passed by yeah. is what's <clears throat> happening with all these younger players. Because what it used to be was. You drafted a quarterback. He sat on the fucking pine, watched, learned, did what he had to do. Aaron Rodgers did that with Brett Favre. And more often than not now, you Brady are drafted so. and you go out there yep. and you play. Yep. But like you just said, you say Brady sat on the pine. Aaron Rodgers sat on the pine. Uh, I can't do That's sick that I can't think of any other quarterbacks right now who set besides dudes who are starting for people like this year because of injuries or lack of performance. I can't um, think of anybody else who... That's nuts. Look how far we've traveled in Lamar football. Lamar Jackson rolled the pine, and then he got, came in midseason. That was only second year. But I'm just saying, guys that but came still, in. still, like, yeah. that's one, two yeah. years. Dak, Aaron Rodgers. Dak, Dak coming in for Romo. That was, that was right away. Yeah. That was Well, that was an injury. That was one year. It was an injury, but they didn't go back. But, like, look at the, like Matt Stafford. He didn't sit on the bench for anybody. No. Uh, dude, nobody said Eli's never sat. Phillip Rivers has never sat. Day one. Roethlisberger. Ah. Injury again, but he went out there and went fourteen and one. His first well, hey, he took over like figuring, week one. We're right. figuring it out right now that yeah. there's really nobody left, and this is how it's no. you get drafted and you start. And again, the league and all the teams they think <clears> that they're going to get passed by if they don't fix or accommodate to the new beast, the new toy. Yeah. Everybody has to get it. And what was the play that RG three was doing? The wildcat. Yeah. Everybody was doing the wildcat one year. Yeah. Oh. Well, Everybody was a cowboy. Well, bang, bang. Well, this is working. But what I'm Until saying is, don't. what I'm saying is, we didn't get RG3 and all those guys, Cam Newton and everything like that. These guys that came out of college with this run first um, until we got an era of Michael Vick. Um, we did have, there was rushing quarterbacks. I mean, Steve Young was known to run. Flutie was known to run. Cunningham was known to run. But to literally have their game evolve that to where it's like, okay, we got to stop this guy. Two ways. He can bomb it down the fucking field because Vic had a cannon and the guy had 4-4 speed, 4-3 speed. So he was like one of the first guys that we really seen come out 
and he was a day one starter. And thankfully, because of his coaching staff, they did work everything around him. But that's a double-edged sword, and I've been talking about it with Lamar, too. The second Lamar Jackson gets hurt, not as much of a problem with them. But for any team watching and trying to learn how to do the same thing, Baltimore, who's Baltimore's backup quarterback? RG3. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about RG3 being a mobile quarterback right. and being able to do this stuff. You need to have two mobile quarterbacks that can play the same offense if you're going to move your whole team around it. Yeah. Their goddamn defense plays according to how their offense plays. Mm-hmm. Special teams is playing because of how these dudes are playing. The whole thing. Everything is a perfect machine. If they go down, and if another team tries to do the same thing, and then maybe they only got one perfect example, uh, Carolina. When Cam Newton went down, uh-oh, do they have somebody that can be mobile, or do they have somebody... They lucked out, and they got a dude that can be mobile. Did they? Because he's fucking up the last few weeks. Is he fucking up, or, or is he being figured out? That, too. That's what I think. It's a learning 70-30. There's film on him. He's when there young. is not film on he's him... He's not their guy. They get rid of Cam. We can he's go not out their there guy. and run a strong play. I'm telling you right now. But we don't have film. They get rid of Cam like they like. I know that they probably are to save the cap space. I know that they probably are from Yogi Berra himself. <laughs> they probably are. You know how much money Cam is taking I know, up? I'm just saying, with the way you said it. Yeah. Was, they probably definitely are. Probably, most likely, <laughs> most certainly, without a doubt. <laughs> they, like, 89% definitely are. I'll give you 97. Yeah. That's that's more. The point is, it definitely is 100%. But. Yeah, but... <coughs> well, we digress. I, I always use the rule of leaving room for error. <coughs> so I can leave 3% error, because 97%, that's pretty high. He is going to be gone. Yeah. And when he's gone... They're going to save that cap space. They're going to draft a quarterback. But that kind of stuff, right there, they have to then... Everything the Bears would do from that moment on would have to work around Cam Newton. If, if he even goes to the Bears. Well, I told you already. If they're just stupid as shit and they're just like, Trubisky, baby. Trubisky. The coach is all about Trubisky. He's practically cradling him as fucking he's doing arms it. when he's be, telling him he's going to pull him. Because you have to coddle these guys now. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Unless you're already an established coach. Like, Belichick can go out there tomorrow and clown Brady or clown whoever quarterback is playing shitty. But the, here's the thing. Every quarterback that he puts out there where Brady's ever gotten hurt has been prepared. Ever they've gotten the it's win. the system. Matt Castle got bred because of Belichick. Belichick's system Jacoby is Brissett, so sound. Jacoby Brissett's about to get bred. That's Garopp- why Tom Brady's talking about going to other teams and Garoppolo stuff. got bred. Because he believes that, oh, I want to prove that I can do this without Belichick's system and I can do this, I can do that. Go ahead it's, and waste your time, Tom. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, it'd be cool to see. To it'd be cool to see. Yeah, but do you think Tom Brady... Tom Brady goes to another team. Does he do as well as Peyton Manning does going to the Broncos from Indianapolis? Doesn't matter what team. Mm. It could be any team in the league right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Any team. You can take the quarterback. I'm, being a starting quarterback, you can take them and eliminate Tom, them. Tom, Tom ain't losing a Super Bowl like how Peyton lost his last one. He didn't lose his last one. I, well, his last it. loss. His last Super Bowl loss. Because he lost twice. In, no, he, no, he's only lost once playing in the yeah, Super Bowl. He lost to the... No, he lost twice. No. Lost to the Saints. He's lost twice in the Super Bowl. He lost to the Saints and he lost to the... Uh, uh, Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. That's right. But that's for two different teams. I'm just saying. I know. But, you, but you just said two different teams. No, what I was saying... I'm confused as to what I was saying because we went off another tangent. <laughs> but what I was saying is that if you think that Tom Brady going to any team right now... Is going to have... Be is better. going to be as successful as Peyton Manning was when he left and went to... I think Brady will get to the Super Bowl. Depending if you on, went to any other team. Depending on the team. I was just getting ready to say depending. That's what I'm saying. The, it depends on the team. So if he goes to the Dallas Cowboys, does he get a That's Super Bowl? That's not happening. Du- it's not going to happen, obviously. But if he did, does he get a Super Bowl? Yeah. He goes to Jacksonville. Does he get a Super Bowl? Probably. Because they're going to put people around him. So pretty much you're saying anywhere he goes. Anywhere he goes, they get, he's not. He's. I'm telling you, Tom Brady has the type of pedigree that if you're going to bring him there, you better bring some people to ball with him. Well, duh. He's a package player. And you're not going to have to pay a lot of money for him per year because he's older and he's probably not going to try and get a big-ass contract. Well, he negotiates so that he can give money to other people so he has Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He'll take a two-year, uh, $50 million contract get 25 a year, and then they still got like $80 million to play with. And if young dudes would learn from that, like Dak Prescott, then we would have Cole, Ble- Cole Beasley on the team still. You don't even need... 
y'all could have went out and your your thing with Dallas this year, and honestly, y'all could have. There was no reason why y'all couldn't have went out and got Earl Thomas. That man is balling in Baltimore this year. There's no reason. Eric Berry, I think, is still sitting out there, but people don't want to give him a, a risky. Because, right, he's risky with the injury and everything like that, and he had cancer and stuff like that. Like there were plenty of D backs out there this this past off season that you guys kind of went out there and got. I understand re-signing and extending Byron Jones' contract. Rookies that were working on. It. Yeah, but y'all, I mean, y'all still ain't make up for loot for that Morris Claymore and bullshit. And Taco and all right, Taco of shit. Charlton, uh, Gregory. Is he? You know what I mean? Like I a lot of guys. I know. It's been it's been a slope for the defense for a while. Like Sean Lee has his moments. And Van Der Esch, of course, and uh, Marcus Lawrence, all like shining stars, but... Ain't shit if you ain't got no D-back supporting yourself. Why are we talking about the Cowboys again? How do we start doing this? We're talking about Brady going to the Cowboys. I was just saying... No, because we started talking about Cole Beasley. And then he started oh, yeah, talking yeah, about... Yeah, fucking Cole Beasley. Yeah, but y'all need him. I need fucking Cole Beasley. I'm loyal. I like my players, man. Man, it's a it's a business. When Troy Aikman could barely keep his head up and didn't know what color the fucking grass was going out there to throw balls, I'm like, get him, Troy. So get him. I want to change my one of my predictions. I predicted an AFC Championship game, and I don't mean to bring up the Cowboys again, but now that we're here and we're talking about Cole Beasley, I think that the AFC Championship game is going to be Bills and Ravens. You're drunk. All right. Bills go into the playoffs. If think, they go into the playoffs. I don't think the Windows getting past the divisional. If the Bills go into the playoffs, they lose in the other stadium to whoever they go to. Yeah. Because the Bills ain't playing at home. I just said Ravens in the Super Bowl, so clearly I know that the Ravens are going to win. Yeah, I know, but you're saying the AFC Championship game was going to be the Bills and the Ravens. That means that the Bills would have to win three, wait, two playoff games just to get there because they got to win a divisional. If New England by somehow loses two more games this year... What's what's New England's record right now? New England? Yeah. Ten, ten and one. Ten and one? So let's say they lose two games. They won't. Let's say they do. It's all... Dude, they won't. How you know? Because they have easy-ass schedules. All right. I think. Every dog has his day. I'm optimistic. You can be as optimistic as you want to be, man, but... I got, I got Brady on my team, so... That's what it is, yeah. But I just... I don't know. I don't, I don't think. Houston's a tough game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's it. And then who, who else do they play? Kansas City. They okay. will chop up that defense. Uh, unless unless it's a shootout. Cincinnati. Okay, that's a win. Buffalo is the last game of the season. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Buffalo almost squeaked out a win at home. Yeah. And what are they going to do in New England? They could get the dub. It could happen. Wait, I could be wrong about that. That defense too. is crazy. I think, I think they actually almost won in New England. I think they almost won in New England. So if they get that game at the, you know, that stadium's going to be live if they get that game. And then they play Miami. They play in Buffalo. In Buffalo and then Miami. So you're saying that they could lose to Buffalo. That's only one more loss, really. They could lose to Houston. They could lose to Kansas City. They could. Those are three teams right there. Buffalo, Kansas City. I'm just not ready to pick. I'm not going to pick against the Patriots winning. The I don't division. want to either, but I just think that the Juju and, and I mean, I know that they're focused on winning, but this whole Brady talk of him going Listen, to another yeah, team. This Steelers fan trying to talk about Juju. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said this Juju. Juju yeah. Juju Smith. Oh, the punt. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you got to work, work on your delivery. Man. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> More <laughs> material. Way to go, Bill. Way to go. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> no, but um so what's your uh what's your picks for this week as far as games coming up? I'm gonna take I said I was gonna pick the opposite of you for the Ravens game and you're taking the Ravens. Yeah. I'm gonna take I look for Lamar Jackson to struggle. He needs to throw the it's ball. It's not gonna more. be a clean game. He needs to throw the ball. If it is, if no, like, if he comes out balls which I don't think is going to happen. I think it's going to be a... But again... I think it's going to be a lot of check down. We said this shit about when they played. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I'm ta- one of us has got to be right this time. Yeah. Because you're taking Baltimore and I'm taking San Francisco and 
28-24 San Francisco with like a last-minute touchdown to get it. Because it'll be 21-24, and then they get a touchdown instead of a field goal. All right. I'm going to say... I went deep on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say uh, 34-28. So you just think the Ravens are just going to score more than... This is going to go off on that number one defense. I just... Because that's 38 points on a number one defense. I mean, they're averaging like... I mean, y'all, they always say Dallas is the number one offense, but that average... Oh, I know. The Ravens have scored like 40 points every game. I, I just... I want to give them... I mean, I wanted to say 27. You kind of said... This, With the exception of the Browns game, they've scored 40 points yeah, every game. Yeah, I, I mean, you kind of took the score that I was going to say, so I was like, if Sean's thinking in the high 20s for, for San Fran, then that means that I think Baltimore could possibly get some more touchdowns in. Because, like I said... I don't believe in Garoppolo as much as I believe in Lamar Jackson. And I think that Garoppolo might turn the ball over once or twice. I just, I, I have that feeling that he's going to throw at least a pick or two. Well, more or less, we're feeling like it's going to be a tight game. And they always the, score off of turnovers. In the high Baltimore 20s, always scores off low 30s. So if we're saying high 20s, low 30s, look for a 13-9 game between the right. Niners and the Raiders. 7-3. 2-3. Niners win with a field goal. It's crazy. <laughs> But then there's no other real games to talk about this week. There's stuff to talk about. Houston, New England. Houston and New England. I got Houston. New England. Okay. New England. Sean Watson is on a down slope. He got beat around. I think he's going to... Think he's Lost his confidence. I think it's his redemption game. We'll see. We will see. It's in Houston, so it's most <laughs> definitely a possibility. His coach likes to beat the Patriots. He gets off on that O'Brien, shit. O'Brien, yeah. He gets off on that shit. Um, Pats. I mean, I'm sorry. The Pack. Packers are going to beat up uh, Fumbles. It was always Fumbles. That's from Robot Chicken. But, uh, yeah, the quarterback for the Giants, Fumbles. Oh, uh, he's he's the new Tiki of the team? <laughs> he just drops that ball every chance he gets, man. Like playing hot potato. Fucking like, Dan, dude. Danny Dimes. He trademarked that. You know that? Did he? He trademarked Danny Dimes. Good for him. Yeah, let him get some money for it. Why not? But what other? I don't even got got any other games even really. That yeah, I mean Jersey and Cincinnati, (laughs) Pittsburgh and Cleveland, Tennessee and Indianapolis, Jacksonville and Tampa Bay, Seattle and Minnesota. Ooh, what do you got there? Is that a night game? That is a night game. That's a Monday night game. So it's gonna be one that's far away for us because it's Saturday. But I got Seattle winning that one. That makes sense, but it's in Minnesota, so I'm going to take Minnesota. Okay. That defense is pretty good. Yeah, it is, but Russ, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we talk about Lamar Jackson with the MVP, Russell Wilson's still right there. It's a shame that Lamar, Lamar Jackson is playing. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of Seamus. We'll get there. If he wasn't playing that well, then it would obviously be for uh, Russell Wilson. But now Russell Wilson is just playing like, average compared to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That's a bummer to say, but he is. Lamar Jackson's going to break Vic's rushing record. Probably. Vic's got Vic the record for a rushing most rushing yards by a quarterback is 1,039 yards. Lamar Jackson's already at, I think, like 869. Oh, yeah, he's done. He's going to crush that shit. six more games. Oh, my God, he's going to crush that shit. He's going to get, like, 1,300. He can sit down for half a game. 1,400 for the off-white. It's it's a song. I like that song. uh, (laughs) I like that song. But um, switching gears here. Full gear. Um, No, no more full gear. We're far past that. that, That's just a pun. Um, Yeah, but on to some turnbuckles here. We had a Survivor Series this past week where obviously NXT boo. did everything. Not boo NXT, boo the uh, inevitable, the, the the shit that we pretty much knew would happen. You knew everything that was going to happen for yeah. the most part. NXT I mean, was going to crush it. They had to. WWE has a lot of people coming back from injuries and from storylines and stuff this week. Uh, Sheamus, Elias... Looks like Daniel Bryan's going <laughs> to shave his head. The Fiend. It's a the Fiend has two titles. You see that now? Yeah, he comes out with the title with his face. And then he, he has, has the, the blue title. Yeah, uh, so now he's got two belts. Good stupid! Very. Um, 
I don't know, Nikki Cross and uh, Alexa Bliss. We even want to talk. Yeah, right, right. I, I'd <laughs> love to see Alexa Bliss go ahead and go over to AEW, but it looks like WWE's going to throw enough money at her. She got locked. They, go, they just throw money at motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Like you, you can go out there and your finisher could be like... But as of the end of today, uh, some stupid shit. Harper? Yeah, Harper has been released from his contract. Oh, well, we're, we're actually an hour and four minutes away from Marty Skrull being a free agent. Yeah, so there's two notable free agents coming up. Uh, well, right now it's 10.56 Eastern Standard. The so. story is, seems to be leaked that Skrull's going to come in and have his own little villain ink with uh, Ali and the Butcher and Blades. To, uh, is that his name? It's the Butcher and the Blade. The Blade. Uh, two guys that uh, debuted... Uh, by attacking uh, Cody uh, this past Wednesday uh, after his match uh, with some no-name guy that came out looking like uh, Mega Man on uh, crack. Um, Who? The guy he was wrestling, Cody. He oh, yeah. Fucked him up. With and the he purple hair the, and, and he shit. put him in the figure four and he tapped out. Yeah, I didn't know why they had him named and the butcher, Jobber. And then the Butcher and the Blade, the Butcher came out. Uh, he had the Monopoly guy eyeglass thing. What's that I, shit called? I like... The I like monocle. that. Is that what it's called? A he monocle? has a monocle. Who wrestles monocle? with a monocle? That shit is dope. <laughs> That's going to be the first thing Jericho says to him. <laughs> Who wrestles with a monocle? <laughs> Ask him! <laughs> he has the mustache like like the main villain from from uh, Sonic. Dr. Robotnik. Yes. Jesus. Couldn't, couldn't think of the name off the, off the top. Yeah, how do you not know that? I haven't played Sega Genesis in quite some time. <laughs> but it looks good. It looks like a good stable. It looks yeah. like... if. If the rumors are true and Scroll's gonna come over and run with that, that's obviously where they're going. Woo woo. Too sweet. Woo woo. Too sweet. I love Marty Scroll, man. PCL come with him. PCL come with him. I don't. I don't know if Brody. Came, he won't. I don't know if Brody came PCL. I think they're gonna resign to ROH. ROH is floundering. Yeah. And you know who else is a free agent? Impact just got ODB, so they're working on their women's division. You know who uh, is coming back? or who's, I'm sorry, not coming back. I'll get there. You know who's leaving ROH as well? Nobody's talking about it? Flip Gordon. Because nobody cares. Flip Gordon's a great wrestler. Yeah, but nobody cares. I'm just saying. Nobody cares about Flip Gordon? It's just the way that the talent is developing. Like, nobody cares. He does. He's not relevant. He's in Villain Inc. Or Villain Enterprises. I know, but he's not. Re- he's nothing. What is special about him? He puts on good matches. I'm not saying he doesn't. But you need to have more than that because there's a lot of guys putting on great matches. And you can't just be another cookie-cutter character like, oh, he looks like so-and-so from back when. Like, nah, doesn't work. Yeah, but, I mean... That's what half the characters I don't like right now are dudes that remind me of something. He'll get signed off of his... I mean, he was a, he was a part of All uh, all In and... I'm not saying he's not good. No. And maybe they do sign him or something, but I'm just saying, like, if he's not... There's got to be something about... I don't think All Elite's going to sign him. No. I think he'll be a WWE guy. There's something about him that's got to pop, but then he'll just go to NXT and flounder yeah. over there, probably. But oh, he better change his finisher because if anybody's listening and they're an aspiring wrestler, or if you're a wrestling fan, obviously listening and you feel the same way, can we stop with the 450 splash? <laughs> Everybody is doing it now. It's like a finisher or a signature move or some shit. Can we please find some new way to flip in the air? Everybody, everybody liked the move, and then they perfect it, and then now they all perfected it at the same time. So yeah, like we're getting it off the middle ropes now. We're getting it off the fucking top. We're getting it off the of fucking the just what's well, gonna ladders. We're getting it off like I'm already starting to get sick of the dragon sleeper suplex. Everybody's doing it off from Omega. But everybody's doing it now. Yeah. Everybody. It's getting a little. Repetitive, not necessarily repetitive. It's just that there's when dudes got moves. It doesn't matter how long somebody's been gone or something. Even like a move remains with somebody. Like when the character they build the character up so high and then attach a move to it, you can't blame us for being attached yeah. to the character that went with it. Like it's I don't know. Well, how we were saying earlier before we before we started recording was we were talking about Omega. And I am Kenny Omega fan. I know you, you think okay, uh, Omega's pretty good for the most Top part. five. Yeah. But um, what I'm noticing on AEW with him is it's I'm predicting 
and he's it's the same cadence with his moves. I don't know if he's saving his shit for like the pay per views, and he's like becoming that wrestler to like. Because you remember, like, they were doing the TV spots, and then there's spots for... I don't see that. If anything, I see... Because we were just watching the dark match. Well, it depends the It match. depends on the other guy's athleticism, but a guy that's... Jack Evans. But a guy that's predictable. Well, we'll have to see him on... You know who he wrestles on Wednesday, right? Janela? Oh, really? Doesn't he? Isn't it a rematch for him, or is it a rematch Janela and Moxley? Is it Janela and Moxley? No. It's one Mox was two. coming after Jericho on the low. I like that. How do you feel about that? Do you think... Uh, Mox is going after Jericho? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but... Do you think the WWE guys getting the belts first, or former WWE guys, do you think that's like a slap in the face to the other guys? No, definitely not. But I also don't think that they're going to give the belt to John Moxley. I don't think, think Jericho's going to lose it for a long time. Yeah, no, I don't think no, no way. Jericho's not losing it until at least 2020, sometime in 2020. I think that he's going to hold on to the belt for a very long time, as he should, because um, me and Sean always have the argument of who you need the belt, who needs the belt, who ne- doesn't need a belt. Jericho is one of those hybrids where he doesn't need a belt, but he does need a belt, depending on what he's doing. And his character right now, of being that just that guy, that fucking dude, I mean, that's what champs do. Ric Flair was the same way. Yeah, but I don't know. But somebody like MJF doesn't need a belt. You don't have to put a belt on MJF. He He'll just... get one eventually, but you don't yeah, need you to, don't put, have it to put it on him. Yeah, you don't have to put it on him. Like, there's just no reason to. Yeah. I still can't find the matches, but it's definitely it's one of those. I don't know why you just don't Google AEW card Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> on the Facebook page, like, yeah, man. AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Well, regardless of who it's going to be. What was your favorite match this past week? Uh, AEW Dark or Dynamite? I mean, Pac Omega was good. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the tag team match. I was going to say, who was the tag team match? Again? Lucha Bros and Best Friends? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what I'm enjoying this week. I enjoy the Trent storyline where Trent is beaten. He's pinned <laughs> Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. twice. Or did he pin Ray Phoenix in the tag team match? I think no, that's right. He pinned both of them. Yeah. He's pinned each of them. And now he has a singles match against Ray Phoenix on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Which should be a tight match, but... Trent definitely getting the exposure, man. Like he, yeah. he was the workhorse for WWE, just being a jobber, and now he's finally getting the time to shine. I think uh, Daniels and Penta, they finally get to collide. I think that's going to be a great one. Also, a really good match. Solos, Daniels is always. I mean, he does have really good solo matches. He's a good tag team guy, but he's a guy that has to keep moving. Christopher Daniels can carry a match all day. Yeah. Like, the triple threats he would have with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles were off the wall back in the day. Yep. And now, to have his ability in AEW is <laughs> exciting. Mm-hmm. Him getting hurt was scary, but, <clears throat> again, it was just a stinger. So they worked it into the storyline. And Were you um, happy with the uh, Scorpio versus uh, Scorpio Sky versus Jericho? Too many missed spots. Scorpio was trying to feed too much off the crowd. You could tell Jericho was telling him when to do stuff because he wasn't doing it right. Um, but for the most part, it was what I expected. But AEW still got to work on some stuff. Like, if dudes were banned from ringside and then somebody comes out to ringside, well, you have to do something. Yeah. You can't just let them, like, Jack, uh, Hager just down there. And it's like, and they're talking about it. Like, oh, he's banned from ringside. Well, he's there. So... <laughs> that's it man like, there's nothing you can do about it um, but then people came out and balanced it out anyway but it's switching gears real quick I predicted it well actually I suggested it and then they decided to do it the week a week later fucking Seth Rollins going heel me and you talked about that and I said he needs to go back to being heel yeah but it's I don't know did you see the new leak thing that they're did you see what leaked what they're getting ready to do with him starting soon they're putting him with the Authors of Pain. Yeah. And they're going to form like their own new version of the Shield. 
Vince was trying to get a Shield reunion in 2020, but Moxley went with AEW and didn't tell anybody. Nobody in the locker room knew that Moxley was going to be there that night except for Jericho and Omega. Really? And Cody. And the Young Bucks. Nobody else in the back knew. I found that out. Nobody else in the back knew Moxley was going to be there. And when he went in the back after it was all said and done, it was just full with embracing. Like, people were just like, <laughs> we fucking won. Like, like, everybody in the back was just like, thank fucking God you came. Like, like not like, you know, like, like they needed him, but it was just you like. You were the cherry. They were just like, yo, what a, what a, what a statement. Like, yeah. the statement that we, we needed to you. make to Vince. Just walk through the crowd. Like when WCW took uh, Scott Hall and yeah. Kevin Nash, it was like, yo, yeah. what? Yeah. And um, but the only people that knew were the people that have should have had their hand within the company. And um, Vince didn't know. Uh, Triple H didn't know. Steph, nobody in WWE knew. They don't need to know. That's uh, like. <laughs> Putting, we can talk about that real quick if you want. Like, what do you think about the whole putting Britt Baker on WWE television? Like showing her in the audience? The story is that the cameraman just went to the person in the crowd who was showing the most reaction. The most emotional he didn't response. Know, he didn't know. And then he didn't know that. I call bullshit. Yeah. I say that WWE was looking for any kind of publicity they can get on something. They will try and get it and they will take it. Yeah. And then apologize for it later. They are the kind, if their company was a little kid, they will do something wrong and ask for permission mm-hmm. rather than do everything the right way. And, oh, I apologize. I certainly didn't want to get her in trouble with her company. No. Why would Triple H want to get Britt Baker in trouble with the, the AEW to where they would fire her and then he would be able to hire her and bring him, bring her into his He's company? not going to fire her, though. What? No, they're not. Yeah. But why would he ever want that to happen? He's a schmuck. When he says stuff like that, it's just like, dude... Oh, you think we're that stupid? Like, we can't figure this out on our own? Like, I don't know. Why don't we just start showing everybody they could possibly show on AEW? Like, oh, we'll just show all these dudes. Da-da-da-da. I mean, they already are. Like, the real Virgil. When they put that at the bottom as his hashtag, that's so fun. Oh, is his, his uh, Twitter name? His the real Twitter Virgil? Name, yeah, the Soul real, Train Jones? the real Virgil. Dude, how about that opening monologue? Yeah. Jerigoat. Yep. The Chris Jerigoat. Is the greatest goat that's ever lived. <laughs> I know that's kind of like Santana a Ortiz statement. giving him delicacies from a local bodega. Some of a uh, little bit of the forty. Yeah. <laughs> the way he said that was so funny and shit. The same, the, the cutout poster of uh, him and Sammy. <laughs> and then they embraced in front of it, and it was the same thing <laughs> happening. Like it was great. How about the bump that Soul Train took? The yeah. Line. Yep. I was like, all right, Soul Train. Soul Train's got it still. He got them hips though. He can't stand still for a few seconds. You no. see them? Yeah. He's he was old black man for real, for real. Uh huh. Yeah. Hard to watch old wrestlers move around sometimes, man. Yeah. What was besides us seeing Hogan in person? What was like the toughest seeing an old wrestler? Like Flair wasn't as hard for me. I mean, I've been to, like, more Comic-Cons and stuff like you, so I've seen the guys sitting there with nobody coming over asking for autographs and stuff, and they're charging, and just nobody wants it. Like, I saw uh, a nasty boy, Nobs, sitting at one, and he was he was a main dude with Hogan and everything way back when. He was a big tag team, the yeah. Nasty Boys, like, and people, but now he's got, he barely has any money, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan... He was another one I saw that nobody wanted. See, I would get a picnic back, so. So would I, but when he wants 20, 25, 30 bucks for the autograph picture and you're just walking by and you're like, man. Tacks on. Yeah. Tacks on. Oh, shit. Tacks on. Maybe if Macho Man was here. Give like, me the two by four, bro. Yeah, let me hit you with the two by four. Then we're talking like 20 bucks for the picture. <laughs> if you ain't screaming, oh, I'm not, I'm not. I ain't about it. Right. Don't give me no bitch shit either. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. I mean, Goldberg in the ring was probably the worst thing, too, seeing an older guy. We saw the Rock and Roll Express do a goddamn destroyer. An assisted. (laughs) An assisted destroyer from the outside of the ring that looked great. It was awesome. Goldberg couldn't hold a candle to Rock and Roll Express. Ziggler is what redeemed Goldberg a little bit, but that match with yeah, Taker. But then you see, like what Ziggler even said after that match, he's like, "Oh, I felt so honored. Like they picked me 
to fix this and everything. Like, oh, da, 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 I'm going to have this match to fix them. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like a fucking four-minute match. How can I fix anything in four minutes? I can do nothing. I can do absolutely nothing. Like, I can make him look amazing if you give me 15 minutes. That's all I'm asking for. He was complaining. You see no. what they did to Kofi. I'm going to always bring up Kofi. It was sm- It was the first SmackDown, and they wanted Brock Lesnar on TV. I ain't seen no pancakes since. I seen the pan- pancakes on his <laughs> chest. <laughs> and they had pancakes last night, actually. <laughs> Sami Zayn almost hit him with the pan and all this shit. Dumb. So what are you, uh, what are you looking forward to? Coming up in the next uh, few weeks as far as wrestling. I know we said Marty Skrull. We're excited for that. I'm excited for more of the TV stuff than any of the pay-per-view stuff. Because I could care less about uh, Extreme Rules. That's the next one? I think that's the pay-per-view for December. Ain't nothing extreme about it. Nope. But then January is... Love them or hate them. The best pay-per-view of all time will always be the Royal Rumble. Oh, when Speaking you of- heard the Fink come out and go, the following contest is the 30-man, over-the-top, Royal Rumble match. That was the shit. See, if I knew the line, I could do it better. Oh, I do I do a great Howard Finkel. He does a good white man voice. What a surprise. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall! <laughs> it is for the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight. Championship. <laughs> that motherfucker, he ain't enunciate the whole thing. He just gave you the oomph in the words. But, um, dude, so you saw what Vince McMahon just did, and that reminded me, pay-per-views. Vince McMahon, as, now Cody just did all that shit as far as getting the trademark. Oh, trying to counter shit No, 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 no. He just filed for the trademarks for all the old ECW pay-per-view names. November, oh, so November to December, all that shit. And the rumor has it that Vince McMahon is planning on buying these pay-per-view titles and only doing a couple of them, like, twice a year, where the shit is literally TVMA, where he's allowing, like, an ECW atmosphere with WWE wrestlers that we want to see just... Go ape shit. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Like... Literally, like, two shows a year where it's like, yeah, this is TVMA. There's going to be some blood. There's going to be, like, guys in the ring cursing. Like, we're going to do this shit in fucking the Hammerstein ballroom. If they do it legit, it'll be worth watching. But if they don't, and they just give us this watered-down ECW shit. Like, if we get, like, in the main event for December December to December 2021, it's Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I'm like, what? That's the main event. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. God, it's awful. Uh, awful. Like, if you're going to have a theme song, don't do grunge guitar. <laughs> if you're in a stable and then you go to a singles wrestler, you have to change the, theme change song. the music. Yeah. You don't just get rid of the Sierra, Hotel, Indigo, <laughs> Violet. <laughs> Stupid. Absolutely stupid. Alpha. Omega. Shield. Black. Dumb. And then you just take it. <laughs> like, you know what, man? Cut out all the... <laughs> Cut out all that like, beginning shit. Just hit me with the guitar right yeah. the jump. Give it all that other shit. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need that. Seth Rollins and burned it down. Dean Ambrose was... That was annoying as fuck. All of it. Yeah, and then Roman Reigns held on. He even changed his clothes. Everybody else then had jeans <laughs> and tights. This motherfucker out there dressed like a SWAT team member that's too hot. <laughs> it's hot as fuck out today. Hey man, we what is going on? on? Hey bro, you want to put some sleeves on? Nah, I'm good, bro. Let's go do this drug bust. Let's get it. <laughs> Fucking Roman Reigns. I just don't like guys whose finishers are the spear. Nothing against him at all. It's just like, he's athletic and shit, and I understand he draws the crowd, but the spear, dude. Like, Edge should be the only, he should have been the last guy to let, he should have died with Edge. As long as you do it right, it can be a good move and everything like that, but Roman Reigns has all power moves. Yeah. All of them. Like, it's supposed to be this great Superman punch. Who do you think Cena was? 
They tried adding some technical stuff at the end. But... Oh, that punch to Elias? Yeah. <laughs> that dragon uh, punch, whatever that shit was. I mean, the submission moves. I mean, the stunner off the rope. The STFU you know, was cool. The little stuff. And they changed it back to the STF at the end. Remember, you can't yeah. say FU. But it... I don't know. It... I just think when you're a big name guy, you gotta have a cool finisher. Like, Daniel Bryan changing his main finisher to the big running knee. Like, that's cool as shit. The guy can sell it the right way. Like... I just, I feel like your finishers are like, people remember you for that shit mainly. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, iconic finishers and like, you can replicate it any way you want, but. Often imitated but never duplicated. Yeah. Like, the stunner that Owens is doing. He hits it okay. I really don't have a problem with him hitting the stunner. Owens hits a stunner like a fat kid. Yeah, but all fat kids were doing stunners on the playgrounds. I was one of them. I'm just saying, like, even when Stone Cold did a slow one. Alright, so when Seth Rollins doing the pedigree, that was the most annoying shit ever. That's why he stopped. Because they knew we hated it. Every time he did it, we were like, boo. <laughs> like, I respect Randy Orton's RKO and elevated diamond cutter. The diamond upside down yeah. is a pussy. Who else had so much? Uh, Jericho when he came back from Codebreaker. Jericho comes up with a new move for every new personality. Yeah, which I like. I love the Judas effect, and I'm glad that you started to come around to it. The more you think about it, the more it's like you have to actually hold and hit at the same time people without who, looking. People who are mad at it in the beginning, I'm like, you guys, I'm like, all right, so would you rather the Judas effect or just that obnoxious ass clothesline from hell from JBL? Yeah. That was just a fat guy just leaning into you as hard as he could. <laughs> yeah. Which hurts, but wouldn't the tip of your elbow smacking off your nose hurt a lot more? And right. then, yeah. That's how or he your beat. Jaw. That's how he beat Hangman Page. That's how he beat Omega. That's how he's beating a lot of guys. That's how he's going to beat Moxley. Yeah. Even him, elevating his move. I mean, yeah. he still does the dirty deeds, but the paradigm shift. I mean, him hitting that... I told you, that was one of my favorite spots of the year. Him and Darby. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, off the road. Oh, my God. That oh. was... Darby Allen's a nut, too. Oof. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Um, Is it already? Yeah, it's that time. Man. Uh, again, appreciate you guys for uh, listening in. Episode 4. Um, like I said, you know, we do this every week. So, tune in next Saturday. Episode 5. Me and Sean will be here. And I'm speaking on that note. I am Duval Branch. I am Sean Mulcahy. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please let us know. Yep. Trying our best. Yep. And uh, like I said, don't be afraid to comment. Also, share, share, share. Um, and hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We appreciate the, the love that we've been getting, the listens, and everything like that. So. Keep tuning in every week. We'll try and give you guys great content every week. Actually, we will give you guys great content every week. Not 100%. try. Not try. If nothing try. else, we're going to make you laugh. Right. You're definitely going to laugh. <laughs> That's a guarantee. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it. See you next time. Yep.